I am Yurima Karama. Prosperity. <laughs> Salutations. Let's get it. Yes. Peace, 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 peace. Let's uh let's go ahead. Peace, God, peace. Peace. Let's go ahead and uh let's get this started the right way. Let's get it started the right way. Oh, 
Peace, prosperity, salutations. Let me tell you something, man. I fucking love that song. Like I get in my car and I ride to that. I ride like that's I meditate to that joint while I'm driving. Like I love that song, Burner Boy. Um, yeah, it, it it puts me in a certain it puts me in a certain peaceful state. I don't know. And I don't even know everything that he's saying, but I, I know it's speaking to my spirit. So he's saying he, there's something in that song that he's saying. Right. Because we deal in the spirit in the soul realm and, and there's something that's touching my spirit. So I know it's got to be right. So with that said. You are rocking with On The Wake Up Radio. I am your host, Yurima Karama, uh, and we got my brother D up here, and we are about to go in. But before we go in, talking about the new pandemic that could potentially be on the way, it, it's not even a potential. It's it's a real threat that we have to really take a look at. But before we do that, make sure that you are subscribing to otwtube.com at www.otwtube.com. That is the black YouTube for us as the Aboriginal indigenous family on this plane of things made manifest. So uh, get off that other shit, that other fake YouTube shit where they want to block us and, and, and shut us down and make sure that you are tapping into www.otwtube.com. Also make sure that you are tapped into www.onthewakeupradio.com. Make sure that you are locked in with On The Wake Up Radio so that you can get your most up-to-date latest news because you never know these shenanigans that they're putting out, the lies and the, the corporate-run CIA-infiltrated media. No, you can get that real news over here. Yes, tonight I am sporting my new energy piece, my amethyst. Yes, my new amethyst. I got it back. This is like my favorite piece. Uh, I don't know what it is about the amethyst because this isn't even, uh, there are pieces that are more uh, uh, conducive with uh, my nature, but I love this amethyst piece. Love the brother D good, uh, new energy for how he's created his brand and is, and is really putting it out there for the people. Uh, these are uh, things to, uh, these crystals are, are, uh, absolutely necessary in this current day and time and in this climate. So I think that brother, and I think this, this, the energy that I have put around this amethyst, I love this. Okay. So also make sure that you are locking in with the brand www.yurimakarama.com. Go there to download my app. Also make sure that you are tapped into my nonprofit organization, the unity walk at www.theunitywalk.com. Uh, we have our National Unity Walk event 
That's this month, July 22nd through the 25th. That's going to be in the home of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm looking forward to meeting all of our Aboriginal, Indigenous, Melanated family, both members and non-members. And I'm really excited, looking forward to this event. As a matter of fact, just before I got on this stream, uh, I actually had an administrative call with our administrative team concerning that event. Uh, we look to uh, look for it to be very spectacular. I look for the energy to be high. And uh, I just look forward to a great conversation, great strategy sessions and the like. So I'm looking forward to meeting you all there. Again, that's the home of Black Wall Street. We'll be in Tulsa, Oklahoma, July 22nd through the 25th of this month. Uh, as a matter of fact, today is the 10th. So we're talking less than two weeks away now. Uh, so with that said, uh, with that said, I mean this, what are they planning for the next pandemic? So before we get there, before we get to the next pandemic, yeah, because we're representing, this is an on the wake up radio production. I know she's behind the scene. I know she'd be blushing. This is why I shout her out like I do. We got to shout out Cindy and the work that she does. Yes, she's behind the scenes right now, turning red, how she turns red and she's Aboriginal. We don't know, but she finds a way to do it. Uh, but we are shouting out Cindy Ashby for the work that she's doing for making a way for those of us that really have a voice and need to use our voice. Uh, she has created this safe space for us to absolutely do that. And we are indebted and thankful to her for that. Um, and so with that said, Let's talk about these goddamn before we go into the next pandemic, because it's all part of the pandemic. Let's talk about these goddamn mosquitoes that can bite that can bite our asses and cause paralysis. What's up with that? So, uh, yeah, uh, mosquitoes carrying a virus that causes paralysis and death are swarming at least six states. This story came out July 9th. Oh, yesterday, Friday. So, uh, a Nophalus stephensi mosquito feeding on a human host, droplet of blood expelled from the mosquito, abdomen close up, close up view. New York and Massachusetts found mosquitoes infest, infected with West Nile virus this month. They're always coming up with some West Nile virus. They, they, it's all, they always got to come with the shenanigans. Let's not forget about the mosquitoes that they let loose down there in Florida. So let's not let's not fall for the. You got to read between the lines. You got to know the history of these devils to know when they're lying and when they're actually uh, telling the truth. Uh, in Arizona, Arkansas, Illinois, and Iowa, a few humans have also been infected. West Nile virus is typically mild but can lead to paralysis or death in severe cases. It's peak mosquito season and the little bloodsuckers have already tested positive for West Nile virus in at least six U.S. states. This is not by coincidence, family, especially when we look at the fact that they let those mosquitoes loose down there in, in, in Florida. And for those of you who actually, for those of you who actually have called, uh, have called me a conspiracy theorist over the years. <laughs> yes, I'm laughing my ass off because my shit has panned out and yours hasn't. <laughs> yes, I'm laughing my ass out, uh, laughing my ass off because, well, let's just say hashtag the accuracy. 
of Yurima Karama. I'm going to stop laughing there. West Nile virus is the leading cause of mosquito-borne disease in the continental U.S., according to Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Uh, yeah, I'm not really going to believe anything that they have to say, but okay. The illness typically peaks around this time of near this time of the year. New York was the latest state to report infected mosquitoes last week. Hmm. Georgia Guidestones, depopulation agenda in effect. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to put that out there. I am so honored to have the Empress Embuya, not only on IG, but over here on Clubhouse. I'm honored, Empress, to have you in our room. Thank you so much. Um, you gave me, you gave me such a welcome in DC and I'm forever grateful. Actually it was it was actually it was Baltimore, but yes, the welcome you gave me was was awesome and I will forever shout you out. So let's get on with this. Uh the upcoming pandemic and then we'll talk about it. I see my brother John, John down there. Uh yeah, we definitely want to get you up, John, to 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 talk about this subject of what's going to happen with the next virus. So uh or the next pandemic. Let's see what they're talking about. There will be another crisis. Uh, it will be more significant. And, you know, we need to actually start preparing for that now. When we do see this next crisis. Wait, he said there will be another crisis. He didn't mince his words. Let's, let me rewind that just in case you didn't hear, because I'm a conspiracy theorist, remember? Uh, but he said, he well, well damn. Let, well, let, hold up. Let me stop right there, because Bill Gates came out and said that there will be a, a pandemic that's going to come. Uh, we remember that um, the Rockefeller Foundation came out and said it. Fauci came out and said it before this actually happened. Obama. Yeah. Barry Sotero. He came out and said it, that there was going to be. I mean, these guys, it, 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 I, I got to tell you, these these are the greatest. These are the greatest prophets on the planet, how they can predict these these goddamn these goddamn pandemics. And what's even more so, even more so great that when you go behind the scenes and peel back the layers of the onion and you come to find out that not only did they predict the pandemic, but they actually have fucking uh, uh, straight ties to it. They actually have, uh, what, what is that? What is the word I'm looking for? Uh, where they have um, the, um, damn, uh, not the copyrights to it, uh, but the, uh, they, they, yeah, John, go ahead. You're talking about patents? Yeah, Pat, thank you. Thank you. The word didn't come to me. Yes, they actually, when you peel back the layers and you come come to find out that they actually have the patents to this shit. So let's let's continue. There will be another crisis. Uh, it will be more significant. And, you know, we need to actually start preparing for that now. When we do see this next crisis, it will be faster than what we've seen with COVID. Uh, the exponential growth rate will climb, uh, be much steeper. Uh, the impact will be greater. And as a result, the economic and social uh, implications will be even more significant. Even more significant. What is this next crisis that we just heard Jeremy Jurgens, Harvard-educated managing director of the World Economic Forum, describing? Well, now let's hear from Klaus Schwab himself. We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario 
of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. To use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity to reflect on the lessons the cybersecurity community can draw and improve our preparedness for a potential cyber pandemic. Yes, the uh, the COVID nineteen pandemic will be seen as a minor disturbance compared to this cyber attack that could potentially. What he meant to say is that will take place because we are trying to crush economies. We are trying to stop the cryptocurrency. And this sinister nature of ours will take course. Yes. Um, so now let's go a little bit further because we want to make sure that uh, we want to make sure that we are giving you all of this because so so that came out that speech you just heard came out in 2020 2020 so during the midst of the pandemic this comes out they're already predicting the net because they already knew that this was a this was nothing more than a drill to see how people were going to respond and they got the response that they wanted. So now the fear factor, the Hegelian dialect, all of that comes in. And so now fast forward. What is the World Economic Forum meeting for talking about a potential cyber attack? Let's let's take a closer listen. Oh, these, these sinister bastards. Hey, what's up, guys? John here. This Friday, July 9th, the World Economic Forum is getting together with an event called Cyber Polygon, where they go through a chain of events of what they think the world would look like without power and infrastructure. Think uh, an event that happened yesterday. Didn't they have event 201 with Gates and company before the pandemic took place? Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the conspiracy theorist. No cell phones, no internet connections, no food transportation, no gasoline, no hospitals, everything completely wiped out. What's interesting, and this sounds kind of far-fetched, but what's interesting is that very group got together in October of 2019, and they discussed the same situation, except rather than a power outage, they were talking about a pandemic. And interestingly enough, that same pandemic was the one that we walked into. So we have to ask ourselves, what could they know that we don't know, or vice versa, what should we do to get prepared for what could be the inevitable? This is Klaus Schwab. This is what he said. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, 
transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. Now, I wish this could be something that we could easily write off, something that is you know, not credible. However, if we look at who's a part of the World Economic Forum, we will see some of the biggest companies and some of the largest corporations inside of this World Economic Forum umbrella, as well as some of the political leaders that run some of the most prominent countries in the world, all a part of this forum. With that being considered, we have to ask ourselves, what is the best plan and the best strategy for all of us? Even think cryptocurrencies. What would cryptocurrencies look like in the event of an outage where Bitcoin, Monero, even all of these all of these new altcoins that people have very high confidence levels in, Dogecoin, how would these coins perform after something like this? Please drop your comments below, smash the like button. I'm going to share everything that I know and everything that we can kind of discuss together here to get us prepared for what could be the real new normal. On Friday, there was a ransomware attack, allegedly. $70 million. This isn't a fluke situation. Remember the JBS food distributor that was hacked? The Colonial Pipeline that was hacked? They said it was by Russians. Interestingly enough, this very situation, $70 million in crypto is what they're trying to get, apparently. They're also, they're attacking the food supply chain, the supply chains. The gang behind the colossal ransomware attack has demanded $70 million paid in Bitcoin in return for a universal decryptor that it says will unlock the files of all the victims. The Revel Group claims its malware, which initially targeted U.S. IT firm Kaseya, has hit 1 million systems. This number has not yet been verified, and the exact total of victims is unknown. However, it does include 500 Swedish cop supermarkets, 11 schools in New Zealand, two Dutch IT firms have also been hit, according to the local media reports. On Friday's cybersecurity firm, Huntress Labs estimated about 200 firms have been affected. The supply chain attack initially targeted Kaseya before spreading through corporate networks that uses its software. Kaseya said that fewer than 40 of its own customers have been affected. But because Kaseya provides software to manage service providers, firms which they themselves provide outsourced IT services to other companies, the number of victims may be much greater. And the number of individual computer systems within those victims' organizations could still could be greater still. Kaseya Chief Executive Fred Bacola told the Associated Press that the number of victims would be probably in the low thousands made up of small organizations such as dental practices and libraries. So we see the direction where this is headed, but we then ask ourselves, what could the world be like without power, without without the everyday necessities that we have, that we enjoy, gone, wiped out. It seems so crazy. It almost seems like a you know conspiracy. You know, on this channel, I talk about personal finance, real estate, business, and money. And this power grid situation, I wish I could ignore it. I really do. But when I see the world leaders talking about this being a big issue, and we see the attacks, the cyber attacks, the power outages, we have to ask ourselves, is this the beginning of the problem or is it the end of the problem? And if it is the beginning, 
And this channel does focus corely on real estate, personal finance, and business and money. How will those aspects be impacted if there's no power and the power grid goes down for quite some time? I think all of those will be impacted in a level and at a scale that we could have never imagined before. I do think that this is very likely. I think this is more likely to happen than not to happen. Because if it was not to happen, then the world leaders wouldn't be talking about it so much and these events would not be so consistent. Interestingly enough, just a couple of years ago, even before that, none of these situations ever happened. Yet now it's almost bi-weekly, one big event unfolds after another big event. One of the major keys with the Biden administration is climate change, combating climate change. They say getting off of fossil fuels is imperative. For example, we're not going to successfully fight climate change if we trade pipeline for pipeline, oil project for oil project, he said. We have to transform the economy, transform the economy. Investing in expensive fossil fuel infrastructures like pipeline really puts the administration's ability to deal with climate change at risk. A letter signed by 134 House Democrats calls on Biden to ensure the infrastructure legislation includes robust spending that matches the scale of the challenge of climate science tells us we face. Gotta trust the science. Vox, the U.S. power grid isn't ready for climate change. In Portland, Oregon this week, the recorded official temperatures reached 115 degrees Fahrenheit. Power cables for the city streetcars melted, sagging overhead wires forced the light rail to shut down more than 6,000 people lost electricity, but it's far from the first time extreme weather has caused a serious problem with the power grid in recent months. During the winter storm that hit Texas in February, nearly 5 million people lost power. But don't worry, Biden has a solution, the old problem reaction solution. Fixing the power grid can't be done in one fell swoop. Instead, the power grid will need to be updated by transitioning to cleaner energy sources like wind and solar, adapting grid and energy storage infrastructure to adjust to these new types of power and changing our approach to energy consumption. Think about what that actually means for all of us, changing our approach to energy consumption in general. The system also needs to predict and respond to changes in every energy demand. One part of the solution is smart grid technologies, which uses internet connected sensors on various parts of the grid to collect a lot more detailed data on how well those parts are working. The real time data that can also help utility companies quickly resolve potential problems before they become widespread. The Biden administration supports deploying this tech which could be key to making power grids more resilient. In April, the White House also freed up $8 billion in order to boost the grid's capacity to support renewable energies and committed to making it even easier for newer renewable-focused transitions, transmission lines to be approved. Joe Biden is now pushing to modernize the grid as part of his massive infrastructure plan. Through the plan, the administration is hoping that the government will be able to spend at least $73 billion on improvements, including building thousands of miles of new transition lines to expand renewable energies. Transition lines can link areas that need energy in places where wind and solar are cheap, which can be separated by thousands of miles. This would help to boost the business case for wind and solar. The proposal calls for new grid authority to facilitate clean energy transition and an infrastructure financing authority to help come up with money to pay for it. The only way they're gonna be able to pay for it is through us. But changes 
have to go beyond the federal government. Equipment needs to be updated on the regional and local level too. Whether Biden will be successful in addressing the complex challenges of updating the grid remains to be seen. Without government action, private companies will be left without the job of fixing the grid. And there's no guarantee they'll put the long-term protection of the U.S. power supply ahead of their profits. How can they really do something like this? I mean, we can talk about climate change. We can talk about the power grid. We can talk about all the things that Biden are talking about. But imagine how quickly all of this change would happen in the event of something like Klaus Schwab, what he's saying could happen. The power grid, everything going up, getting wiped out. No one being able to make money because a lot of people make money through technology, through their cell phones, through their emails, not being able to access your money at the bank. All of this being wiped out is a big, big potential issue that I'm not going to say is a theory any longer. I mean, when we have the world leaders talking about this, saying that this is something that's very likely to happen, you know, I'm going to take that very seriously. Now we this July 9th situation where they're preparing for a catastrophic event. And if that does happen, we got to ask ourselves and we got to get prepared right now. Drop your comments below. I'm yeah, so we, we have to get prepared. <clears throat> I, I want all of those. Yeah, we have to get prepared because we know the last time that they had an event 201, well, that came to fruition. Jade Helm, those things come to fruition. So I want all the people who party. Yes, stay out at the club. Get off your Rima Karama's feed because you ain't been on this motherfucker. So no need on you getting on this motherfucker now. Stay out at that club and continue partying. It's about to get even worse. Uh, let me uh, go even further with this. Yes, we are on the wakeupradio.com. So me, a coworker. Let's, let's see what this, let's see what the white boy has to say. So me and my coworker got talking today and something came up that I didn't really think about when my dad mentioned it to me. He's worked in the agriculture industry for over 40 years. This year, farmers are being offered 1.5 times the value of their crops to destroy them. They're also being told by the federal government they will not receive subsidies for farming if they refuse to destroy their crops. What does that mean? That means that the farmer cannot afford to provide you with food based upon the taxes the government is levying on him if the government doesn't in turn give him back his tax money to provide you with food. Kind of a fucked up system, but that's how it works. And, well, they're not going to subsidize them if they don't destroy the crops. They'll pay them more than what it's worth, and they want them to destroy it. And they'll still get their subsidies. They're trying to create a food shortage. We've got eight months to get our own food supply. We're, we're probably going to be facing mass starvation. Good luck. So me and my co- I'm going I'm to rewind this just for the people in the back who might have a hard time hearing. They might have a little extra wax buildup in their ears. Let's let's play that back. So me and my coworker got talking today and something came up that I didn't really think about when my dad mentioned it to me. He's worked in the agriculture industry for over 40 years. This year, farmers are being offered 1.5 times the value of their crops to destroy them. They're also being told by the federal government they will not receive subsidies for farming if they refuse to destroy their crops. What does that mean? That means that the farmer cannot afford to provide you with food based upon the taxes the government is levying on him if the government doesn't in turn give him back his tax money to provide you with food. Kind of a fucked up system, but that's how it works. And, well, they're not going to subsidize them if they don't destroy the crops. They'll pay them more than what it's worth, and they want them to destroy it, and they'll still get their subsidies. They're trying to create a food shortage. 
we've got eight months to get our own food supply. We're, we're probably going to be facing mass starvation. Good luck. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that that's kind of the context of of. Uh, so you got you got the mosquitoes uh, potentially causing paralysis, West Nile virus. Uh, you got the GMO genetically modified mosquitoes that they let loose down there in Florida. You got the World Economic Forum getting together, uh, talking about cyber attacks and the shutdown of all energy uh, and how that would look. Uh, and yes, I totally agree with some people in the comments that, uh, you know, we definitely want these devils to suffer. Karma's a bitch and it doesn't miss any addresses. But this is where I take I take a realities approach to this shit. Yes, I want the devil to suffer, but I think that we need to come up with a comprehensive plan so that our black asses aren't suffering with the devil. See, there's a way that we can implement some measures within our own communities from a strategic standpoint to where, yeah, everybody suffers except us uh, because we come prepared. And right now, the fact of the matter is, is that many of us are not prepared, which means that, yes, you're going to be cheering. Yes, the devil is suffering while your fucking stomach is touching your back because you're suffering just as well. I'm sorry, but I've put in a little bit too much fucking work for me to die with the same enemy that I want to see die, that I've done spiritual work and ritual work to see die. Um, Yeah, I don't want to put all of that spiritual and energy work in if I'm going to die with that cracker. Uh, so the floor is open. D and John Mavado 242. What's good? It's been a minute, family. How are you? Hey, what's going on, bro? Just finally stayed up late enough to catch you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My schedule is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I think um, um, close Klaus Schwab mentioned the other day. I know you said the video was from 2020, but he was. Uh, I was on. I saw something come across my Twitter feed the other day that, that he was predicting that again, mm. and that there were going there was going to be a, another pandemic. Um, and then you know he's all he's also been predicting the, uh, you know the cyber the cyber attack. Now they had they just started that polygon drill uh, yesterday, but uh, today. There was a major t- uh, hack in Germany. Mm. Um, district um, Council in Eastern Germany declared a disaster after its computer systems were paralyzed by a hacker. And what the federal cybersecurity watchdog confirmed was the country for a catastrophe. Mm. So this, com- this comes on the heels of that, that polygon, which now they have that drill every year. Um, but, you know, Anytime they have these drills, you have to keep an eye out because they they uh, those drills are synonymous with the real thing, either happening concurrently with the drill or or a few months later. So uh, we we see they're getting us prepped for it. Um, Biden the other day was was threatening Putin about some type of uh, cyber attack, as if. Putin is the one really doing it. Now, just because the hack comes out of Russia doesn't mean it's government-sponsored. And if you ask me, I think the, the culprits are a little closer to, closer to home that are actually doing this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, this, you, you're right on point. But they, I, I read that same thing about the food shortage. You know, but they, they're paying these farmers to destroy food. And, you know, you, you hear these guys say, well, I'll, I'll just live off the grid and eat off the land. Well, you remember a few 
we I think we might have talked about it in one of our episodes that a lot of the um, a lot of the wild game were, was coming up with these strange diseases. Yes. Um, particularly the deer. They're you know they are there's some they they're causing people to get this thing called prions, which is basically the same thing as the mad cow disease. So you know we you remember we saw that one story about rabies uh, in in Idaho somewhere or some strange place that never had a case of rabies or an yes. animal. So they they're poisoning the food supply on not not just the domestic food supply, but that food that would probably sustain someone who was living off the grid. Um, and you know you can you can think these are conspiracy theories or think what you want, but you look at the facts of what's happening. You just have to look at all of these things that are happening and draw your own conclusions, man. You, you know, if you're not prepared, even FEMA tells you to have, what, four weeks worth of food in case of an emergency, like a you know storm or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, yeah, so it's it, it, it would behoove you to follow those uh, just just those basic guidelines. And if you can do more, do more. Um, anything that would keep you out of the streets or out of having to make an unnecessary trip out of your home uh, in, in the event that something does happen. Mm. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that, John. appreciate that. And for the, for the uh, audience members, this is my brother, Movado 242. If you don't know for years, we did um, and are still doing, we just haven't connected lately, but we do the real life, real talk news segment. Uh, you can probably still find some of those on uh what used to be my YouTube channel. If you just punch up real life, real talk news, uh, brother John and myself, uh, we did that for years, very informative sessions. And uh, I just have a, a very high respect for this brother and his historical uh, analysis and his historical, his historical um, uh, 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 mastery of history and events that have taken place. Um, we've sat down and had some, some, some really in-depth discussions. And I, I, I just love this brother and how he thinks in his mind, because um, parts of history that tend to get forgotten or tend to get overlooked, this brother, John, he knows it. And so I'm appreciative. Uh, I'm appreciative for you, brother, in that information. And I do eventually want to talk about, I want to get D on here, but I want to talk about um, eventually some of the things uh, uh, that that we can do as a community um, to prepare because they're, uh, look, they're, they're saying it. They're, they're basically saying this shit's going to happen, you know? Um, and I think that <clears throat> what happens, I've always said that our dependence is our enslavement. When you're dependent upon the system for everything, um, that's part of your enslavement. Um, and so we're dependent upon the system for our electrical. We're dependent upon the system for, you know, our food, our clothing, our shelter. Uh, and if that grid goes down and there's no electricity, uh, do you have uh, basic items like candles and and, and matches or, or, or lighters in your home to light the candles? Um, just these. See, we've become so comfortable in this enslaved system. And they've made slavery feel so comfortable that it doesn't feel like slavery. That grid goes down. Your money means nothing at that point. That fiat currency means nothing. As a matter of fact, you might have to use that fiat currency to set a fire to keep your black ass warm. So, uh, D, uh, what's good, family? Peace, God. Peace. Peace to the family. Peace to the world. Peace. Um, 
Hey, not, not a whole lot, man. I, I kind of got my hands full right now. I'm not going to be uh, uh, too much for this first part of the conversation. I'm not going to be saying too much, but uh, I just I do want to say that, you know, we sometimes, you know, we sensationalize this idea of being off grid um, as if, you know, we just going to disappear from, from the face of society or something like that. But there ain't really nothing off grid. <laughs> There's nothing off grid considering you know, the, all this shit is mapped. You know what I'm saying? You can pull up your Google Maps right now. Every corner of this of this continent is uh is mapped and, and, and fucking surveilled, for lack of better words. So understand, like, when shit hits the fan, more so than it's about just surviving and having enough uh, to sustain you for a certain period of time, it's, it's also about protecting that. You know what I'm saying? It's also about... Uh, and you mentioned it the other night, Yarima, like mapping your immediate surroundings and things like that. When you talk about escape routes and all that type of shit, uh, a lot of us are in these in these urban environments by ourselves. We surrounded by people, but we by ourselves. You know what I mean? And it's 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 kind of it's kind of overwhelming sometimes to think of you know if I'm not able to to leave this urban environment before shit hits the fan. Ain't too many ways out of this city right here that I'm in. You know, and think about the city that you're in. Is, is it one way in and one way out? You know what I mean? And anybody that lives in the Northeast region, uh, you know, uh, wherever it snows and stuff like that, you know, pay attention to those uh, those snow routes. The snow routes is synonymous to that, to the escape route mm. because all, all the emergency vehicles, um, you know, all law enforcement, and, you know, the fire trucks and all of that. Those are those are the routes that they have to keep clear no matter what happens, you know, because those are the routes that that all of those, you know, all those entities have to, you know, have to travel. Um, and so. Yeah, man, I, there, there's a lot of elements to it, uh, but let's not get I feel like. Let's not get caught up in this mentality like what Malcolm X was talking about, you know, how the house we grow was like, you know, our, our house, our house burning down boss. You know what I'm saying? We feel like this is like, it's, it's so now, and I, and I don't mean that to minimize the effect that it's going to have on us, but you know, we're, we're people that existed for so long before this, before the infrastructure of the society, you know what I'm saying? We're people that has built over and over and over again. You know, as many civilizations that have risen and fallen, as many ages that, that we've lived through, you know, we're very well capable of rebuilding from the ground up. And, you know, I don't I just don't want people to be discouraged by what they're hearing, you know, to feel like, oh, shit, you know, what I'm saying the sky about to fall, the world about to end. Like, understand their world is about to end. You know what I'm saying? Our world, our world is we're about to resume business as usual. When, when Babylon burned the fuck down. You know what I'm saying? We about to resume. We about to resume to business as usual. Now I don't. I don't know all the ins and outs of what systems are in place. Um, in terms of you know the new power grid, or, you know what happens and and their as far as their agenda to rebuild after the fact. But what I do know is if we don't have our own, then we're going to be right back in the same position. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like this is an opportunity for us to. We, we have to seize this moment. And realize that, you know, I believe all of this shit is divinely aligned. You know what I mean? Regardless of whose hands it seems to be manifesting through, 
you know, I think that, you know, the ancestors have returned in, in, in the context of like, you know, they're assisting in the shift so that we can harness the moment, mm. you know, and, <clears throat> and that's what we need to be doing. The Europeans have a fragile existence on this planet. And they recognize that and they know that that will be here regardless. So, you know, shit, let the purge begin. Mm. Hey, Brother D, you know, you mentioned uh, the the grid, the new grid. Uh, there was a study done a few years ago by this guy. It would have cost like $3 billion to harden the grid. But what, what he also brought out is that the, the transformers that we need to replace any transformers, guess where they come from? China. And it's not like you can just order one. Those things take months <laughs> and years to, to uh, months to, you know, to, to develop. So if we did have a, a grid outage, there's not going to be any replacements um, anytime soon. Mm. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, and you know they they could have they could have prepared this, but I, I don't think they wanted to prepare it because they they're going to they need something to keep us under control. There's there seems to be uh, a more of an awakening of people just not buying the BS anymore, man. You you know you look at some of these these stories and and news articles where they allow comments, and you just see people ain't buying it. They ain't, they're not going for it, so. When they start losing control, now you, you got to remember, man. These jokes have been champed. They've been champed for for centuries. When you come for the champ, you got to knock him out, mm. and then I quietly into the dark. So, um, you know, right. and that's enough with with the with the mental aspect of you know you can be prepared. You can have your water, your food. What are you going to do when some hungry family knocks on your door and they're out of food? Mm. You know, are you prepared for that? Mm. You know, your mind. Mind's not going to go where your body hasn't been. So if you haven't worked on that that plan, that you have a firearm, have you used it? Can you use it? Can you clean it? Can you repair it? You know, mm-hmm. all the things that come into play there. Um, you know, I always say, I hope we don't ever have to go there. But uh, you know, if you do, then you, you got to be ready to go. Hmm. Teach. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, thanks for that, Brother John. Um, <clears throat> Dave, we're going to get to you in just a second. We're going to take a, a quick infomercial, and then, Dave, we're going to get right back to you. Uh, we'll reset the room. We're talking about uh, the uh, next uh, potential uh, pandemic that they are planning and have been in the works planning for a minute. So let's take this quick infomercial, and we'll be right back with you. Hey, Yurima Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in Fedbook jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or posts and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? 
Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Eurema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube, because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to otwtube.com and get the Eurema Karama app. Tap into the truth because that's what you deserve. I am Eurema Karama and I approve this message. To understand Nigeria, oh. you need to appreciate where it came from. In 1900, Britain officially... Okay. Uh, yeah, that was a slip up there. We didn't need that last part about Nigeria, but there you got the, uh, the infomercial. And uh, we are so appreciative. So this is on the Wake Up Radio production uh, with uh, the Empress Cindy Ashby in the back, uh, working the wheels of steel, uh, doing the engineering. Boom. All of that. We thank her for this outlet that we that she has created. Uh, so make sure that you are tuned in www.onthewakeupradio.com. Also, make sure that you are going over to subscribe to www.otwtube.com, the black YouTube for uh, our people. And so uh, we have been talking about the uh, potential uh, new pandemic. And let's not forget, let's not forget, um, not only are we talking about this this power outage that's taking place um, or, or that could potentially take place. Uh, you just heard the, the white guy talking about how the government is paying the farmers to destroy their own crops um, and basically threatening them that they won't get paid if they don't destroy the crops. But let's also not forget uh, that John Hopkins report that came out. Yeah. Talking about SPARS, the next pandemic for 2025. And SPARS is supposed to go from 2025 to 2028. I mean, the objective is to keep everybody vaccinated. And as a matter of fact, before we get to you, Dave, I just want to give a quick, uh, quick update on those, on those vaccinations, because this is important para imperative information, distribution of fully vaccinated U.S. population. 61% of white folks have gotten the jab. 15% of Hispanics have gotten the jab. 9% aboriginals have gotten the jab. 6% of Asians have gotten the jab and 9% others. Yeah. So the moral of this story, uh, <clears throat> watch that 61% really close because the Zombie apocalypse, that shit will be real. And we're watching it play out right now in real time. Just look at how these Karens are acting lately. The Beckys and the Karens and the Brads and the and the Steves. Yeah, just look at how they're they're acting. Zombie apocalypse is real. And also make sure that you're keeping your your eyes in that third eye vision on those nine percent of aboriginals that took that shit, too. Yeah. Because they got a lot of flipping them, too. And you might have to lay them down. Uh, and so with that said. Dave, what's good, family?
Peace, family. Peace, family. Peace. Um, as yeah, as I think about this topic, it it kind of brings into perspective. Um, I guess you could say a lot of um films that we've seen with the predictive planning, um, even down to situations that occur with natural disasters. I mean, a lot of times people tend to believe that you know if 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 I'm in a tight situation, I'll just adapt. But in anything, you have to prepare yourself. You know, um, I placed on my page recently preparation. Um, I mean, the phrase is preparation prevents piss poor performance because in this life, whatever you do, you have to prepare. You have to practice. You have to know the plan accordingly, for, especially if it's more than yourself. So, you know, a family, how would your family maneuver in, in times of crisis? In the route that the world is going right now, we have to realize that this can happen at any time. We just seen um, Jim Crow Joe announce the door-to-door campaign. What was that, earlier this week? You know? Like, I remember, um, I think early in the week, um, uh, D has stated that, like, he was gauging his neighborhood, like, people around him just to see what their mentality was at um, in accordance to the jab. And that's one thing I, I try to put put into motion is at least the ones nearby me. What's what is your thought process? Just to see ideally if you even have a preparedness mentality. Like if something bad happens, what what would you do? Because end of the day, you can't just be the only one in the village prepared. Because what ends up happening is now you got all the monsters coming to you. So you got to make sure that you have a network of people that's on that type of frequency. Um, I would also say, in, in in times like this, I know that we are very adapted to um, technology, especially anything dealing with electricity. You might have to learn and develop some old skills, how to read a map, hmm. stuff like that. Like as as they stated before, or I believe it was either Dia John when they um when they um stated about a map, how to route yourself out. How, do you know how to leave in different areas? Is it one way to get in, one way to get out? I know specifically for me, um, I'm used. I'm 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 located in New York City, so um, I mean not at this very moment, but New York City specifically, that's probably one of the most crowded cities in the United States, yet alone the world. And I already know for certain if they if they close any of the the bridges, the tunnels, that's it. You're not leaving. That's, that's just what it is. Mm. So what would be your, and your plan according to that? Would you would you walk out of here? Because you're definitely not going to be able to drive on, let's say, the BQE or the, or the Bell Parkway or, or some of these other um, um, highways. Do you have the physical fitness to walk out? I understand that some people may believe, may view it as, you know what, um, it's a movie, let's all just walk out of the city. Is that even the, the the possible route you should go? Because it may be more dangerous. Is it better to just bunker down? There's a lot of stuff that we really have to put into place. But they're not going to send an announcement if anything ever hit the fan, if you want to put it like that. It's just going to be one day everybody starts wilding out next to you. So also as well, I will even say for the, the ones that have family members that took the jab, Make sure they're not in your house. Because if they hit that switch, I'm on now. Mm. Insane. But mm. one thing I would say, 
it comes it comes back down to the five P's. Preparation prevents piss poor performance. So um just try to have try to think outside the box and try to actually document what you would do or actually attempt some things on your own. Develop some skills. If we live in the, the day of information right now, I learned how to garden last year just by watching YouTube videos and actually put it to practice last summer. Um from growing a variety of vegetables and fruits. I learned more about water filtrations um, from the light straws, the soya minis, these different devices, even down to knowing how to um, filter our water using bleach. You know, there's different there's different ways to do these different things. We live in the, 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 the days and age where you can literally learn anything on the internet. We better use it while it's here because as we've seen with the cyber polygon, if the internet calls off tomorrow, all that skills is on the web. You're not going to be able to get access to it. So just keep that in mind. Mm. And I'll rest. That, that, that was so real, uh, uh, Dave. Appreciate that because that that is absolutely uh, – that gets to the basically the crux of, of – of uh, this conversation, especially when we start talking about the solutions portion of it. So for the new people that are just coming in the room, we're talking about uh, basically the next uh, they're planning the next pandemic, which is a, uh, they're going to try to front and make it appear as a cyber attack where all uh, energy is shut down. Basically, electricity and everything is shut down. And uh, they're also um, governments paying farmers to uh, basically destroy their crops uh, for whatever reason. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we know what the reason is, is very sinister in nature. But uh, when you add all of these things up, you know, what is going to be your plan? Um, and this is where <clears throat> this is where things get very interesting with us as a group of people, because um, We've had the opportunity to work together. We've had the opportunity to get together. We've had the opportunity to start planning. We've had the opportunity to have strategy sessions. That's that's one of the things that that my nonprofit organization does is uh, create strategy sessions so that we can so that we can sit down and and, and build and 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 come up with viable plans uh, for for potential situations that take place. Not only uh, uh, with us economically not only with us socially, environment, environmentally, but things such as this. Um, you know, are you, you know, uh, 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 John brings up a great point. You know, what happens if, if somebody in your neighborhood, they're hungry and they come knocking at your door? And one thing, there's, there's a, I put this post up years ago. There's a fucking thin line between sanity and insanity. And that thin line a lot of times basically depends on if a person's hungry or not. So if somebody's hungry and they don't have any food, they're going to get it. Nobody's just going to lay on the ground and die. And so um, are you going to be willing to protect your food? Uh, because you have a limited amount for you and your family, you and your people. Uh, and sometimes that protection can be so much better if you're with a group of people as opposed to by yourself. Um, and we got a lot that think that they can do it on their own and, and that that's fine. But when the shit hits the fan, it will be a lot much easier for you to have a team with you. Uh, do you have a meetup place? Is there some place that you, that with people that you vibe with that you can meet up? 
Um, unfortunately, if 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 the shit goes down, and 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 it, it will affect me too. Some of these cars will not be operable. I it just is what it is. Some of these cars won't be operable. Because some of them are connected right to this to to, to the the um the, the the grid as well or the or the uh the the uh um uh all of this um uh um not mechanical but I'm losing my words tonight uh but they're connected to this um AI type technology technology already. Go ahead, John. I see you're coming in. Save me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 man. Pretty much any any vehicle. Um, it doesn't matter whether it's a new or old. If, if it's an if it's an EMP, the electromagnetic pulse. That's that's going to take out um, a lot of a lot just about any electrical device, unless it's shielded. You can get these uh, these things called EMP shields that you can oh, cover. Faraday cages. Yeah, Faraday cage. Yeah, basically that you can cover some stuff with. Um, uh, yeah, cause I, I um, it's you know it's like a cat and mouse game, man. I, I don't know what the deal is, but I know they're they're not gonna try and have a war because that's gonna destroy too much stuff. You know, that's gonna that's gonna make the land or the property unusable for both sides. So this, you know, I thought the pandemic was perfect because it was a, a invisible enemy. You know, nobody could see it, but you saw all of these countries just in one. And one um, lockstep, for lack of a better term, and that hardly ever happens when when all of these countries will agree to agree on the same thing at the same time. Um, so, yeah, um, but yeah, if they, if they come up the with the EMP, it'll take out the electric grid. And there's a site called Deagle.com that they have predicted that um, I forget what year it was, but the the U.S. population was supposed to be down almost half but they revised that that uh prediction and it's even less than you know even it's even the population would be even less than what they predicted now nobody knows who this deagle is uh some some people suspect he's probably some type of military group or something but they've put out a lot of information that has been correct so they're predicting a huge decrease in, in North America and the U.S. population. And nobody seems to know why. What's that site again, John? Deagle.com? It's D-E-A-G-L-E.com. Mm. Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. Also, the floor is open if, if others want to come up and, and have this discussion. But yeah, we have to. Uh, this is uh, this is one of the things that when we talk about uh, the meetups that we have, and D and I get together and we set up these meetups. Uh, we've had one in Laurel Caverns. We've had one in Morgantown, West Virginia. We've had one in uh, uh, Great Falls, uh, Virginia, at Great Falls Park um, in Virginia. So when we talk about this, this is for the family to get out from this social media matrix and actually uh, come out vibe. Uh, exchange energy and actually build and start strategizing. That's the whole purpose of um, these sessions. Uh, it's, it, it, you know, and it's fun, you know, uh, people bring the children out. It's great. We're having another event 
you know, the 22nd through the 25th in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But these are strategy sessions so that our people know that we have family. Uh, and and when you get together, if you have strategy sessions, uh, thanks, uh, thanks, New Energy, exactly. If you have strategy sessions in your particular area, these are the talks that you should be having. Um, these are the talks that you should be having. How much ammunition do you have? How much, how, uh, you know, how much artillery do you have? How much food do you have stored? How much water and how much more water do you need to get? Uh, what bug out bags, what are you going to be able to carry with you in the event that you have to leave your dwelling place and make some moves? Um, water, water packets get, they get heavy. Things can get very heavy. What are you going to take with you? What's more important to take? Uh, these are things that you, and where, where's the meetup spot? Where's the, you know, where, where's the meetup spot? If you're in Columbus, Ohio, or if you're in New York and you got a partner, they, they're, they're in Queens and you're in Brooklyn, where's the meetup spot? How do you all connect? Um, you know, and these are just, these are, you know, talks where, you know, proper preparation prevents poor performance that you should be having these talks. And again, um, uh, Many are going to get purged because it's a foreign concept. They haven't prepared. And John was absolutely right. These are not things that you can prepare for when they just happen. You have to have done some of the work. Um, I'm sorry, but the person who has prepared fighting, that person that has prepared and done the hand-to-hand -hand combat training and gone through the drills of how that is and, and has gotten their wind up, they're going to be more effective than you if you haven't prepared fighting. You might actually be a great fighter, but if you haven't prepared and they have, they actually have a hand up on you. And in many cases, they they have a great hand up and they and, and, and you'll get crushed. Um, and it's unfortunate because we have had the opportunity uh, to to do the necessary preparation to do the necessary work. And so uh, each person is going to have to be honest with themselves as to what they've actually done, as to how much they are preparing, as to are they uh, even preparing their children? Are you preparing your children? Do your children know what bags to grab in the event? Your children, just as they prepare them for fire drills at school, they should be prepared for fire drills at home. They should be prepared for tornado warnings at home. They should be prepared if the grid goes down. They should know what to do. They should know where the can or where the uh, where the where the the lighters and the and the candles are. They should be able to be able to uh, uh, have uh, uh, know where the flashlight is, so that they can move and be able to you know uh, uh, move around just in the house if need be. So. Um, yeah, these are these are these are things that that and it shouldn't it shouldn't it actually shouldn't in reality it shouldn't just uh, this is part of the comfortability with the slave system. It's not even something that that um, we have to hear about a cyber attack to start preparing. We actually should have been preparing for years uh, outside of this because uh, the reality is that nothing is guaranteed, and we take a lot of shit for granted, like it is. Um, so anybody else want to add anybody else want to come up? Conscious. Peace and peace to the room. Peace. Everybody out there. Peace, peace. Yeah, I, 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 I've been at a, a, you know, 
knew these mad scientists were up to something since the days of me watching cartoons. Like, seriously, it's not even a joke. Because the, the even in the cartoons and even in the shows, I used to always think, like, the, the horror movies, how many, how many, um, African American, Black, Indigenous horror film creators are there that, that come up with these gory horror? How many? Can y'all name them? No, that's the that's the answer. Yeah, yeah, we can't name them because we don't. These, these heinous things don't come out of our our consciousness. It doesn't come out of our minds and our hearts and our souls. This is not of us. Right, so them trying to annihilate us, um, using every which way and form they can, um, because they're cowards. They won't hand to hand. They won't fight you. This is something that we should know from school, from school days. Like they won't fight you. A coward would never fight you, but they'll they'll do all these things to try to get you in trouble. And and so we gotta understand what we're dealing with. We're dealing with uh. A, a species, an entity that is very afraid of who we are, of us knowing who we are, and us being unified in that, in, in us knowing our greatness. And that's like, they know, they're, they're a fragile, they're a fragile being. All we have to do is stand up. All we have to do is stand up and, and stop taking the bullshit. I don't care what laws these people put in into play. I'm not following shit. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't care what they tell me about vaccine. I'm not doing shit. I don't know about y'all, but do, nobody's forcing me to do anything. You're going to have to put me in a straitjacket. We're going to have to fight. I'm going out like one of the... I'm going out like... um, Mike, Mike, uh, I'm going out like them, them brothers. I'm not, I'm not sitting around here for, for, for none of that. Mm. So it's up to us to stop being cowards and stand up for what we know is true and, and, and righteous at the end of the day. Because you got people who don't know you from a hole in the wall trying to inject you with stuff, going into other countries, blowing it up, doing all kinds of wiki-wacky, heinous crimes. And we're not doing anything about it as a people. As a world, we're not doing nothing about it. Why we watching them go ham? And what are we doing? And what are we doing? I see in other countries in Europe, and when 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 the government doing something they don't like, they streets be really filled, and they be really on some next stuff. We on we trying to light candles to sing kumbaya. My brother John just said that the the biggest. The big um the biggest fear of the the this whole pandemic is a, a actual physical confrontation. They don't want a physical confrontation. Because in physical confrontation, things get destroyed, things, you know, catastrophe happens. But in catastrophe, there's still there's still um room to to, to birth something new. So we gotta stop being scared of of the catastrophe that's bound to happen, because we've been in a catastrophe for four hundred five. We've been in a catastrophe. Mm. The trauma that we face is the catastrophe that we've been living, and we can't be scared to put them in a catastrophe because their stocks are no longer 
are a flux. Like, what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> mm. Because their stocks are no longer fluctuating, and and the hospitals are closed. The hospitals that are that that don't care for your black ass anyway. That that the doctors want you to die on the bed. That they not taking care of you anyway. That when you when your wife is on the bed pushing out, they 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 they, they, they wanted to. I need to go on my break. When people don't care about you anyway. Mm. When you're fighting for a police system that shoots you down anyway, that's pulling you over, trying to extort your ass anyway? Mm. Like, what are we really fighting for? What are we really trying to hold on to? Let this shit burn to the ground. Let Babylon burn and stop and stop acting like we like like we we're, we're holding on to the 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 we're holding on to the mentality we have, yo, and that's some crazy shit to say we're holding on to a slave mentality and don't want it that's the illusion the veil is being lifted everything is being is shaken up you see what they're doing they just went into Haiti and assassinated a man to to administer vaccines Mm. this Mm. is this is it's right in front of your eyes and then the TV's gonna say oh no 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 that's not what we did and this is, you know, whatever. Like, come on, wake up. They show it in movies all the time. They show it in the shows that they, they tell you what they're doing on the, on the show. Then they do it in real life, put it on CNN, and then we like, oh, like, oh, no, nah, this, this can't. Like, they're showing you. They're showing us exactly what they're doing. And we have to man up, woman up. Get out of the schools. The schools are sending your kids to prison anyway. Pull them out. Once we take our, once we drain the blood of any entity, which is the system that we are, we are the oil of the system. Once we drain the oil and you turn on the engine, the whole shit ceases. Mm. It's very simple. The solution is simple. We just too coward to do it. That's just, I'm talking some real shit. Mm. The solution is simple. Stop going to the, stop segregation, boycott, all of that. That's the solution. You see how much they'll come running to you. You, we're, we're the nannies. We're, we're, we're the every fucking thing. Excuse my language, but we're the everything. And once we stop being the everything, they will fall and beg, and 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 they don't even bathe. We we gotta understand what we're dealing with. There was a video with Shorty talking about she don't even bathe. She just washes her hair and lets the soap run down her skin. We're dealing with people that don't even bathe. Hmm. Mm. Eat, eat flesh, eat all kinds of have have beastie sex with animals. This we deal with a sick race of people, and we don't want to fucking admit it. What mm. are we scared? Come on, man. And I'm, I'm. This is this is another rant, man. And this is another rant by conscious. And I'm sorry because I be going in and I be on one. But this is some real shit. You gotta wake up and stop being scared. The the the. What are we saying? The, the pandemic, the the nigga, the shit is. We have we've already been living broken glass everywhere. People, nigga, we've been living in this shit. Facts, facts. So what I'm trying to say is, let this shit fall to the ground. We from where we're from the slums anyway. We can survive this. They can't. Mm. And when they can't survive it. And they die off, and the sun burns them out, and they can't survive in the streets, in the in the nitty gritty of the cold winter that they put on. Yeah, I don't know if y'all ever seen the video of the coldest winter 
the deep, the darkest winter, some shit they got on with the Agenda 21 and all that other shit. The darkest winter, that's what they trying to promote right now. They making this the darkest winter ever. We mm. could survive this shit, man. Naturally. Naturally. So it's up to us. Yeah, get your arms, get your get your, your bug out bags, get your food. Make sure you know, make sure you practicing, make sure you're doing your taekwondo, make sure you're doing your pull-ups, your calisthenics, make sure you're running, make sure you're getting your health intact in because, yes, it does play a part. It does play a part because everybody that's saying, oh, it's not going to matter when it, yeah, it is going to matter. It is going to matter. If you don't work out when it, when it's just, you're just giving up. Mm. Oh, it's, it's not gonna matter. I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna drink anyway. It, it ain't gonna matter. You want to be drunk during this shit? It does matter your your health condition because if you ain't healthy, you can't fight. So a lot of people are just giving up because they don't want to fight. Mm. That's just some coward shit. And I'm a fighter. I'm a warrior. It don't matter. Like, like my mother raised me. My mother raised me. I don't care if they jump in you, nigga. Hold on to that one motherfucker. Get them all you got, bro. Until you, until your last breath, get them all you got. Make they gonna remember you, bite, scratch, check out eyes. Nigga pull balls, nigga grab me, everything, everything. Because you about to, when, when this shit hit the fan and whatever go down, bro, I'm, I'm warrior mode. Where the warriors at? Because this is the time that we've been in. Mm. Not the time to protest, not the time to write signs and, and pick it, not the time to go. We acting like this is high school and we can we go into an assembly and we're gonna who's who has the best fucking speech. No, that shit ain't no who who will knock that motherfucker out for coming on your on your yard and disrespecting you. That's what's going on. Mm. We gotta kill the master. Period. And I'm done talking. I love y'all. I respect God. Thank you. Thank you for that. I feel your passion too. Um, yeah, I feel your passion. You ain't said nothing wrong. Um, I want to play a clip before we get to you, brother Sean, because this was a, a kind of uh, this is uh, from that Deagle.com, uh, what brother John was just talking about. Well, this is Deagle.com, and I just want to uh, clear something up. Deagle.com, as you can see here, is a military equipment and civil aviation website and in um, 2017 they gave population forecasts for both increases and reduction in populaces across the entire earth as, as in winners and losers if you like um, economic collapse they also forecast leading to shortages in food into in jobs cash and migration issues all playing their part in each country's either building up or destruction. But the main thing about this site was the depopulation figures, as we'll get to in a minute. And when you look at the USA, so we find Deagle.com here. You type into your browser search engine, Deagle.com population. All this comes up, yeah? And then you get all these countries. As you can see, the Netherlands, Cambodia, Guatemala, Ecuador, Australia. Um, but if we click on Australia here, 
you can see that in 2017, we had a populace of 23 million. And then when we scroll down to the forecast for 2025, you can see the population has dropped quite considerably. This is reliable military information from the 20 odd million down to the 15 million, yeah? That's just Australia. So let's just flick back to the heading of Deagle.com there. When you look at the, US, the USA, uh, the figures are quite startling. So the first thing we need to do is to get onto page one. And I'll show you the, pig, the figures, the depopulation figures for the United States of America here. Yeah? And this is quite shocking, yeah? Remember these things. What you have to do is you have to bring the cursor up till it turns black. Then go on to the name of the selected country. And when the finger points up, click. So we see the 327 million populace in the USA in 2017 on this site here with America. And then we scroll down to what's expected for 2025. And you can see there the populace. 2025, massive drop to just 100 million. And it's quite startling to me. People, um, and when you look on some of the other sites, some of the populations have shot up. And Eagle predict that some depopulations will be through migration, will be people that came to the UK, say, and then went back because of some catastrophic events where the economies collapsed, the monetary systems collapsed, and these people disappeared. But when you look, at the United States there. There's no way. Let's get back to page three. I'll show you the UK in a moment. There's no way that 200 million people did a runner. Just them figures just do not stack up. So there's definitely something nefarious. You can clearly see mass populace reductions. And common sense should tell you, you know, that 200 million people are not just suddenly going to do a runner in the next four years. It's just not. It's a massive figure of peoples to disappear, especially by migration alone. So we know that there's something nefarious, nefarious afoot. And then you take a look at the UK figure. So we're on page three on this now. So we'll find the United Kingdom, which is here. So you go up until it turns black, click on the yellow, United Kingdom, so the finger comes up. The population in 2017 was... 66 million going upwards of 70 million. We're in 2019 now, and the forecast is quite dramatic. The drop to 15 million from 66, from nearly 70 million. Yeah, and this figure has to be achieved by 2025. And this is a bona fide site. No one questions this. There's no way that 55 million people in the UK are going to disappear. Simply migratory, migratory, yeah? 
it just isn't going to happen. So what have these elites got in store as regards depopulation? Yeah. They got plans for you. Go ahead, Sean. Uh, yeah, um, I just wanted to say something real brief. Man. This is going to be real, real short, actually. Um, no, everybody, you know what I'm saying, part of your contingency plans are uh, if shit does hit the fan, you should absolutely have someone around that knows how to hunt. That's one. And two, you should have somebody that's good with, uh, with tactics, you know what I'm saying? Get you a veteran friend that to, 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 to either learn from or just be around, you know what I'm saying? But just in case purposes, man. Because you're going to need somebody to put out a, a, a tactical strategy on how to guard whatever you have to guard. And you're going to need somebody to do some hunting for you. You know, that, that's, that's all I... No oh, facts, facts, Sean. I appreciate that. Yeah, it had not been touched on, um, and and it's but it is right in line with with everything we've been talking about. I so appreciate that comment because it's uh, it's absolutely necessary, um, and and so you know when they talk about uh 300 and some million people dropping down in the US to 100 million and it's just my belief that there's that there's just more of us than there is of them uh i i just believe that they've been lying about the population they're targeting particular communities of ours our communities are always targeted first um and so you know and this is why i say for the uh for the Boule Negroes, for the Negro Pians who running around here talking about COVID. Oh, my relative. And I, I don't I'm not trying to be insensitive to anybody's relative. I'm really not. Um, but when y'all was running around talking about my relative died of COVID and this COVID thing. You can't convince me unless you pull up that body and do the autopsy. I'm sorry. You just you can't convince me. There's a purge going on, man. And this was part of it. This experiment, because that's all it was, was a goddamn experiment. This and in experiments, people die. <laughs> it's just false flags. People die. Experiments, people die. Um, it was the uh when I was when I did the stream the other day on the pharmaceuticals, and they had to experiment on some people. They had to experiment on some people to see if the if the pharmaceutical drugs they were going to put out were sufficient. Some people died in those experiments. Healthy people, healthy people died, committed suicide. So 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 experiments, people die. And it's not COVID that they died from. I'm sorry. And you can say it is. But you and I on the chessboard, we're kind of at a stalemate. Because you can't fucking pull up that body to do the autopsy to prove to me that they died of COVID. And they're not going to allow you to pull up the body because they know that I'm 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 more right. Yeah. So, you know, when we start talking about population control and depopulation plans and, you know, uh, uh, Georgia Guidestones, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, timelines, they have to reach certain timelines by 2025 next pandemic spars 
with the script for spars was already written by the john hopkins uh uh medical facility that starts in 2025 they even put a timeline on that 2025 to 2028 go ahead john hey you're yeah um I just wanted to say something. You know, a lot of times when uh, when when you have conversations with people like this, um, you know, they'll say, "Oh, this is doom and gloom," and uh, you know, Debbie Downer type stuff uh, to go back. But and and to a certain extent, it is. Um, but you know, there's no saying. You know, you can keep your head buried in the sand, but that's still not going to keep you from getting kicked in the butt. Mm. And whether whether any of this stuff comes to fruition or not, I'm of the mindset I'd rather know than not know. Mm. And and we be kind of prepared and thinking about certain things. I mean, nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, I forget the brother. You made it made a good point. They're cow. These they the elites. They're cowards. If they were that powerful, they just come out and wipe us out. If that's and that's that's what they want to do. I mean, they've been talking about population control for. For, for decades, right. but they they haven't done it. And your boy was was a zip to Big New Brzezinski. He he said at one point um, it used to be easier to control a million people than it was to kill a million people back mm. in the Cold War when he was running around funding uh, all kind of stuff. But but then he, now he says in in today's age it's easy it's infinitely easier to kill a million people than to control a million people. Mm. So if they wanted to do what they want to do, they could do it. Well, what's stopping them? Why? Why? You know, like I said, they, they're they're afraid. There are more of us than there are of them. But they they know how to play the psychological games. They keep us divided and conquered. You know, Republican versus Democrat, liberal versus conservative, straight versus gay, black versus white, whatever you want to call it. Even even among our own community, you know, we we've, we've got. Certain people that are divided, you know, the Ados this and you know, light skin this and dark skin that, and they played that card to the to the hilt. You know, they played it as well as it can be played because they don't change the playbook because it keeps working. Mm. And uh, you know, if if we don't come to, come to some kind of a you preach it all the time, unity. You know, that, that that old movie with the ants, you know, we can't let one of these ants stand up because then they'll realize there's more of them than there are of us. And that's that's where we are. You know, uh, they can't implement whatever they want to do. They, they're they not going to be able to do it or they can't do it for whatever reason or they would have done it already. And we know that's that's the plan. I mean, they have these wars. These wars aren't for anything. These are for nothing. Um, but... Yeah, so so if if you are new to this type of information, um, if you just just woke up and went down a rabbit hole like a couple of years ago, whatever, um, you know, don't get discouraged. Uh, the best way not to be discouraged is to have a plan. I would hate for something like this to happen. I always say, I, I hope nothing. I hope nothing ever happens. I, that is my goal. You know, if it does. If it doesn't, I'm not. I'm not going to cry about it. And if it does, well, I may cry, but I'll be ready. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just so you know, just throw that out there. You know, it's, it, we have not lost the fight yet. The fight has not even begun yet, and and it hasn't. Because 
they know they don't have the, the capability to do whatever they want to do just outright. They've got to do it through subterfuge and deception and lies. Look at all the lies they tell, man. Why, why can't they just tell the truth? Everything that happened, they lie about it. And then it comes out five years, two of, you know, maybe not even five years sometimes. It comes out, oh, they lied. I mean, look how many wars we went into because of lies. Every, just about every one. There's never been a righteous war that the United States has fought. I mean, this is the, this is Babylon. This is the, the, you know, we, we have this image of we're riding on a white horse, but that, that's, that's a, that's an illusion, man. Mm. This is the, this is a new evil empire. (laughs) Mm. And as bad as they talk about Putin, um, you know, at least at least Putin had had built underground uh, shelters for his people. They've got underground shelters for a lot of the people in D.C., but what about us? Mm. You know, so, yeah, just uh, just take it with a grain of salt and, you know, hope nothing happens. But if it does, at least you'll know you'll know what to do or at least you'll have been thinking about what to do. Mm. Yeah, thanks for that, John. Um, two, also, uh, some of it is just um, some of it is just about saying no. Uh, for instance, with this uh, with the experiment that they just ran, um, you know, there's there's people coming out now saying they regret they took it. Um, yeah, and all they had to do was say no, and so um, you know, and they're they're saying, oh man, I shouldn't have taken that. I'm feeling sick. Uh, well. Many of us from the get said no. <laughs> we're just not doing it. And we're and we and we and we stood on that and we're still standing on it. They can do all the door-to-door checks they want to do. We're just not taking that shit. And so, uh, but there's a lot of people with a lot of regrets right now. I hear it every day. People calling, man, my grandmother or my dad said he regrets. Yeah, yeah, I I, I get it. I get well, it. Look at when when they have to put all these lucrative offers out, you know, million dollar, uh, back, uh, what is it? What it was it? Lotto. For, <laughs> Krispy Kreme donuts and <laughs> donuts, and free drinks. I mean, if this thing was really all they cracked up, why, why are they trying to entice people to take it? That's, that's the main thing right there. You know, people wised up and said, uh, Hey, I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold off on this. But then you get the, you get the peer pressure of, those who are, um, and and that's how they're going to do it. They they're they're going to try to use big corporations and and the herd to to police the other ones. You know, the, the people that have not taken uh, whatever they're giving out. Facts, facts. Yeah, that, that they, yeah, they're going to come with the peer pressure and the groupthink mentality. Um, but we just have to we just have to stand our ground. Um, and uh, salute to the ones who are salute to the ones who are in a battle with their family members every day and are standing their ground. Um, yeah, keep standing because you're on the right side of history. Uh, salute to you. Salute to the ones who are not falling for the shenanigans of the Christian church saying, oh, you know, God said salute you because God didn't say that shit. Because if God, if God manifested himself in the flesh, which we have, 
God knows better than to shoot a foreign object into his system because God is pure. This is the temple of God. We don't need that shit. So salute you. One preacher even said, uh, one of these television evangelists said, if Jesus would have taken the jab. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with these two. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why would he take it? Would he, why, why would he need it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he said that. And, you know, boy, T.D. Jakes come out and, you know, promoting it. And, and a lot of the uh, Caucasian uh, um, mega, mega churches, you know, yeah, just just counting that, that line, the company line. Um, and you mentioned uh, the uh, president of Haiti. Well, you remember the guy from, uh, was it uh, the African um uh, president who sent in those fake samples and they came back positive for COVID. He ended up committing, you know, he ended up catching COVID and died. Mm. Uh, and now, now we see the, the president of Haiti who, you know, spoke out against it. He ends up assassinated. Yeah. Well, they, they don't play, man. You, well, you, you know, you know, you know, you know that from the, um, <laughs> from the holistic doctors that have, Came, they've been, you know, they they stopped dying all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, the Clintons, they added somebody to their uh, body count. I think I did. I send you that uh, a person who had done. Um, I can't remember. He, I think he had reported something on the Clintons. You know, he ended up having some type of accident or something. So they don't play. I mean, if if you if you pose a real threat to the system. You know, you can tell who who is a real threat and who just thinks they're a threat because those who just think they're a threat, they stay around. The right. real threat, the real threats, you know, they don't they don't uh, they don't tolerate them too much, and and it's easy to do because most of the time the real threat has already been demonized and made to be crazy, um, like the guy, uh, the guy Gary Webb, who who exposed the the CIA trafficking with of bringing crack into the, into the country. Right. He was uh, left and right and made to look like he was he was crazy. So when when something happens to him, nobody really thinks about it because he's already been demonized and, and made to look like the bad guy in the public side. So when it happens, oh, well, you know, he got what he deserved. Yeah. That's what it is with, that's what it is with black men as a whole. You know what I'm saying? They, they succeeded in demonizing us so much to where, you know, our voice has been suppressed in that same exact way uh, on, on, a, on a mad scale. Um, but I wanted to say uh, about uh, about uh, what you call them. They almost lost my train of thought. Um, the, uh, the point the point I want to make is this, man. We we. We kind of we we kind of like planning it, uh, plan around what we're gonna do when this happens, and it's like we're waiting. And this this is this kind of just been the the underlying sentiment uh, for the past since you know fucking civil rights or whatever. You know, it's always kind of um, preparing ourselves for an attack on us. You know, when whenever this happens, we're gonna be ready by doing this, and we got to do this and that, blah blah blah. blah. I really, really believe that there's a whole lot of power in and 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 becoming the aggressor, you know what I'm saying? And and in whatever way, on a micro scale, you know what I'm saying, if if we're not able to do so on a on a macro scale. Uh, and, and and what I mean by that is uh 
just kind of the same sentiment that exists in um in the uh in the mind state of uh Huey Newton in his book Revolutionary Suicide. Uh, there's the idea of being, you know, of reactionary suicide. And this is where, you know, you kinda you, you kinda experience the spiritual suicide first where, you know, you're just so defeated by the enemy. Uh, and this and this is the sentiment in most of our, our our neighborhoods and shit. You know, just the masses of black people who just rather say, "Nah, man, we can't." You know, if we stand up and try to do something, you know, they're gonna kill you. You know what I mean? We, you know, that's this this United States of America. You know, we can't do it. And it's just it's spiritually, you don't already took yourself out to fight. You know what I'm saying? And and then, you know, on the flip side of that, and and, and about the reactionary thing, um, the analogy given. In the introduction of revolutionary suicide, they're talking about, uh, I think it was either a speech or a writing by, uh, trying to see what the dude's name was, uh, Dr. Hendon, uh, what's the dude's first name? Hmm. What's the dude's first name? I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Dr. Herbert Hendon. Uh, and so he, he did a comparative study on suicide among black people, mm. and, and he was pretty much saying that the, that the essence of the suicide among black people was that, that spiritual death that already exists. So rather than facing the fight, you know, we'd rather turn around and just jump off the cliff. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it, you know, they're going to kill us anyway. I might as well kill myself, even if it's a slow death, mm. you know. And then on, on the flip side of that is the revolutionary suicide, which is, you know, the ideal that, you know, if you if you or on that same cliff, you you at the edge of that same cliff, which are back to the cliff, and you got this huge enemy that's that's approaching you, you know, um, as opposed to running to turning around and hopping off that cliff, you're gonna fight to the death, knowing that this is gonna kill you. You know what I'm saying? But but the revolutionary, the true revolutionary, knows that this is his purpose. You know what I'm saying? To be that catalyst for for uh, for for the descendants of the father, for for the people on looking, you know, for our people to see that. You know, uh, uh, fighting as opposed to just allowing the enemy to kill you, that triggers, like what Pac said, um, you know, I might not change the world, but I'm going to spark the mind that will. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just going in head first. That's just dry, like going in head first, like, fuck it. It's going to kill me, but this is my purpose to be to be that uh, that beacon for the people who, who know and understand why why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And uh Another thing about Pop, you know, you know, understanding that he came up under the under those under those uh, Panther, you know, uh, teachings and shit like that. Uh, this is a concept that he was very, very familiar with, and you can hear it in his music when the brother was like, he, he said something to the effect of, uh, "When it's time, when it's time to die, be a man and pick the way you leave. When it's time to die, be a man and pick the way you leave." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and that's and that's 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 some real that's some real powerful shit, man. Like to to decide, like you know what, it's time it's time for me to, uh, and and this this could be looked at like it's like it's just some sensationalized idea on some big Rambo shit or whatever. But like just really think about the the, the mentality of it, not not necessarily go outside and go shoot and bang bang. You know what I'm saying? But the mentality of that is understanding like my purpose in this realm right now is to, to be head first in the fight that that my ancestors have, you know, kind of blazed the trail for, for me to for me to fight. You know, it's like this the, the lane is already clear for us to 
develop some type of militant strategy towards being being the uh being on the offensive and not always just you know waiting for some shit to happen trying to be prepared for some shit to happen you know and that's and that's what that's the respect that i have for for people who you know what i'm saying some some of the, some of the names that i'd rather not mention you know what i'm saying but you already know you know what i'm saying the the, the those those few list of people who jumped out there you know and what's fucked up is that people don't even be mentioning their names no more man like just in terms of like like you know i, I have an ancestral altar you know i have you know the majority of just you know my blood relatives who passed but i also have people who I'm not necessarily blood related to on an immediate level, but ancestors whose spirits I know, you know, um, before they died, I, I know that they, there's their spirit ascended with the, with the intention of, um, with the intention of inspiring me to keep fighting. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and those people, you know, also belong on our altars. Not that we got to always put their names on these platforms because these platforms you know, they got algorithms to check for shit like that. You know what I'm saying? For, for some of these people. But, you know, we really need to tap into the spirits of these people that didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? They really was like, look, I'm not affiliated with none of that shit. Don't call me this. Don't call me this. Don't call me this. What I'm about to do, I'm doing on my own accord because somebody got to understand that this is the only way. But we got to do it. Um, you know, we got to do it as, 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 a, as a collective. You know, so at some point we got to amp it up from this individual... Um, this individual idea of, uh, what am I trying to say? There's got to be a lot of people at one time with that same type of sentiment. You know what I'm saying? To 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 really make some shit rumble. You know, I I I understand. You know why we say that. You know they don't want to fight and stuff like that, and they really don't want to. You know, fuck up the infrastructure of things and this and that. But man, we're we're, we're the those of us who, who don't fit into where they where they plan for the world to go, we're the ones that don't fit. You know what I'm saying? When you drive through your city, that fucked up side of town, that, you know, all the buildings is fucked up, there's trash everywhere, you no know, niggas outside drugged up and sleeping dead on the ground and shit, you know, slumped over off of drugs. And, like, th- that side of town right there, that don't fit into the program. I don't think they give a fuck about destroying that shit because they plan on leveling that shit out anyway. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching it happen in front of my eyes. They 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 plan on leveling that shit out and rebuild anyway. So I, I don't put it past the government to say fuck the infrastructure. We got to get rid of these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Look at what they did with the move organization. That was a whole city block. It was like 200 some odd families. I had to leave that that block. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and and so I just don't. I just I don't put it past them to 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 create a physical fight. Um. And the sad thing is that I, I I do put it past us. I don't put it past us to prepare, but I put it past us to create a physical fight. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's sad. But that's sad because after all the shit that went on, we know that the only people who succeeded in doing anything were the people who who jumped up and said, "Let's go do something." Mm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that them the, those are the stories that we revere now. You know what I'm saying? That that you know those of us who know that that's the move. You know, we look back at that shit like, yeah. Nat Turner was Nat Turner was legit because he he did such and such such and such, you know what I'm saying? But who who like where does that exist in today's time? Like where does that exist right now when it's when it's the most necessary? It's like everything is just uh, it's almost like we we we'd rather uphold people who did the shit than to be the ones to do it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so I just I don't know, man. I just feel like. Uh, 
I feel like we gotta just kind of adopt a adopt a more. Um, there's a word I keep looking for, man. It, it keeps it keeps escaping me, but um, we have to adopt a more uh, off uh, a more offensive uh, state of mind towards things when it comes to uh, if if and when there's a fight to be had, do we wait for the fight to come to our front door, or do we take it to theirs? Mm. Yeah, great, great point, uh, D. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, I want to address that. First, I want to address, uh, so um, real quick, um, yeah, nothing's really changed as far as how I conduct the platform. Um, yeah, white white sympathizers who come in in blackface, if I find out you're a white sympathizer, you get, um, yeah, you get blocked. Um, all of that, yeah, it's... You, you think maybe something is sweet over here because we're talking about the full spectrum of what's going on and you think you can come in with the comments about, oh, yeah, it ain't white people. It's the, yeah, you'll get blocked. Um, you that That's just what it'll be. Um, I mean, the shit sounds slick. I Maybe you think because I'm getting older, I'm getting softer in my approach, uh, but I'm going to always show you different when you try. And I understand that the devil is, he's going to try to tempt me to see I understand that sometimes people get sent to see if I'm still on code. I trust and believe I'm going to stay on fucking code. So um, for the black, for the black face people that come with that white sympathizing. Yeah. Won't, won't happen over here. You'll have to find another page for that, but there are plenty of pages out here with white sympathizers. You'll fit in perfect with those pages and those people. Uh, we don't live over here though. Um, back to your point D um i i think that that's i think that we need to lose that part of the fear we need to shout out brothers like uh uh nat turner because i mean the congressional coon caucus isn't going to do it we need to shout out brothers like see 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 the establishment has no problem shouting out their heroes lee and what was the cracker's name lee and and uh, uh, Strom Thurmond and all these others. So why wouldn't we shout out Christopher Dorner? Why, why, why wouldn't we shout out Mike X? Why wouldn't we shout out Cosmos? Why wouldn't we shout out the Maroons who went and chopped Cracker's heads off? Why wouldn't we shout out the Mau Mau's of Kenya who chopped Cracker's heads off and hung them off of poles? Why wouldn't we shout out? Why wouldn't we shout out the the the, the brothers and sisters who partook in the Haitian Revolution? See, that's part of it. Why wouldn't we shout out Sunni Adi Akole and his co-defendant Asada Sakur who made it to freedom? Why wouldn't we shout them out? We got to, and we can't be afraid to. See, that's part of it is that we're afraid to shout out our own leaders. And, 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 and until we lose, so if we're afraid to shout out our own leaders, you know we'd be afraid to go to war. We want to play it safe. Yeah, Dr. King. People afraid to shout out Malcolm X. What? How could you not shout out Malcolm? How could you not shout out the Black Liberation Army? How could you not shout them out? So we have to, we have to get to that point. We are revolutionaries. And we can't be afraid to shout them out. We can't be afraid to give 
uh, 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 accolades to those who came before us, who put their lives on the line and took the step forward and said, I'm going to choose my path. If I got to die anyway, I'm going to choose the path on how I go. We can't be afraid to shout out. Huh? My fault, God. I thought you was going to stop for a second. Go ahead, G. No. No. So, so we have to shout out those ones who took it, took the fight to the enemy's doorstep and didn't wait for it to come to theirs. And there's not many that are going to shout them out, but we have to. They are ancestors, too. And these devils, they ain't afraid to shout out theirs. They shout out theirs all the time. And give no fucks about who, who feels what about it or anything. And, um, you know, until we, until we, you know, there, there's levels of fear. There's levels of fear and we see it. Our people have been playing it safe for far too long. And there is a transitional phase taking place. There is a shift taking place right now. And we're in alignment with the shift. We're in a direct alignment with that shift. Now, some people are not. They're going to get left out. It's, it's going to be a shame how it turns out for them. But we're in a direct alignment. The ancestors are smiling down on us right now. For the ones who are for the ones who are stepping up, for the ones who are doing the the the, the shadow work, for the ones who are recognizing the revolutionary, the revolution within themselves. The ancestors are smiling. They're happy. It's gratitude. The spirits are aligning. That's why more people are, are, are connecting. We started out with four the first time we met in Morgantown. That four turned to 15. And then the next time we met, it turned to what, 25, 30? So, so, so it's an alignment taking place. And that's only going to continue to grow. Because that shift is taking place. And there's going to be some that they're not on that level. So they're not going to shift with us. But yeah, I'm shouting. I'm shouting them all out. I'm shouting them all out. And giving no fucks. <laughs> I'm shouting them all out. Go ahead, family. Yeah, yeah most definitely. And, 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 and understanding that, you know, what it means to shout them out, even beyond just, you know, um, you know, for the sake of, of inspiring and for people to, you know, to, to tap in or whatever, you know, on, on a spiritual level, you know, when you, we, we died twice, you know what I'm saying? And this is something that has, has been expressed in so many ways through, you know, through the eons. We die when our physical body perishes. And then again, the last time our name is spoken. So literally, you know, speaking someone's name or, or, or doing things in remembrance of people and, and you know, um, channeling certain energies and stuff like that. You know, we call people's names and we keep images of people and we keep the likenesses of people because their spirit lives through their likenesses. The spirit lives through those images and, and through their name, as you call it. And so uh, I just wanted to add that, man, we, we, you know, it's it, in essence, you know, what I'm saying more more than just, you know, mentioning these people like this is embodying the spirit, you know what I'm saying, embodying the spirit of our warrior ancestors. And, uh, you know, I just, I firmly believe that, uh, that, you know, calling in certain energies, um, that's where our real power resides, you know. And if we really understood what, you know, what our history really is, it's not, it's not about, 
it's not about um, you know looking at this this big uh, fabricated historical context that's provided in terms of like you know large groups of people and who was doing what and blah 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 like our history is in the preservation of the truth of who we are like our, our history is in the like the actions that took place where um, where the most significant parts of us are being preserved through those actions. I don't know if I'm making sense, but you know the 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 insurrections and and the you know the the fucking you know the revolutions and 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 all of the rebellions and things like that. Like those are that that's our history. You know what happened to us as a people over time. That's not our history. That's our that's our role in somebody else's history. That's that's the that's the uh, that's you know that's the given narrative. But our history really resides in the consistent fight to to uh, return back to the essence of who we are. And you know it's it's, it's our obligation to to keep that spirit uh, relevant to keep that spirit alive and, and to embody it through, through our actions. So, um, I just say that to say, you know, yeah, call those names, you know, but make sure you call on those names at your altar. Make sure you call on those names, for, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you know, pull, pull those spirits into, you know, into your day-to-day lives and, and, you know, start moving in a way that, you know, those ancestors would be proud because, you know, they didn't do that shit just to be, you know, uh, just to be a you know historical figure you know what i mean or just to be somebody that's you know remembered in time and no shit like that you know this is this literally they're still here as long as their name is being called so yeah i just wanted to add that to facts i appreciate that and that's the spiritual side um and that's why that spiritual realm and the physical realm is so closely connected uh, and that's Yo, why. Yeah, am I am I here? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm I'm yeah, I, no, I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I thought I thought maybe I was. No, I was muted. I'm sorry. Um, no, but that's why that 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 um, the spiritual realm and the physical realm is so closely connected, um, and that's why we we, you know, when we do our our incantations, when we do our ritual work. Um, we are forever grateful and asking the ancestors to continue to give that garb of, of protection because we know that, that, that spiritual realm mirrors the physical. And we know that, that, um, that they are walking with us in our daily walk. And so I, I, I greatly appreciate what you said, brother, because it's so very important and necessary. Um, for those of us that, that actually are doing the spiritual work for those of us that, um, have, you know, our, 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 have our altar set up. You're absolutely right. We have to call on those spirits and we have to call on those ancestors. Um, because that, that's absolutely, that's absolutely who we embody facts. Uh, does anyone else have anything to add? We're on the wake up radio.com. Prepare your family. That's one thing I have to say. Um, Get everybody that's like-minded on, on on one accord, and just focus. You know, um, I know a lot of times 
especially living in, in this country, we, we preach the the, 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 um, the message focus on you, but in situations of struggle, it's always better to unify with like-minded individuals. You know, multiple heads is better than one. So like Jalen. Even in this task and of, of what may happen in the unforeseen future, it's better to, you know, prepare with like-minded people and keep it flowing so everyone is watching each other's back. Agree, God, agree. Indeed. I just wanted to add, too, why is it that um, as, as a people, we, we have to, like, I guess, uh, watch our mouths and, and, like, in the names we call, you know what I mean? For example, we're, we're allowed, air quotes, we're allowed to speak about Martin Luther King, but we, we're not allowed to rant and rave about Malcolm X in the same capacity. I'm just giving a, like, we, you know what I'm, if, if you know what I'm talking about, it's like, we can, we can revere, we can revere certain leaders, but yet we can't speak of, it's like, or anytime we're, we're rebellious, it's like we're told to hush. You know what I mean? Like, we're told to be quiet. And for a long time, like, that's sometimes why I get so passionate because for a very long time, family members, elders, they, they it, it's like they try to say, no, if, if you want change, you have to say it in a certain way. You know what I'm like? You have to, you have to be polite about it. And it's like, yo, there's nothing to be polite about <laughs> in these situations, yet we always have to be the bigger person. We always have to you know, we always have to, you know, sugarcoat, buck that. Like, I, I can't with that shit. And and I'm tired of us passing down that that stigma or the, the notion that we have to watch our mouths and respect people who don't give a fuck about us. So I just want to say that. And, like, we have to break that even for our children. I'm not saying that they go out there and they disres be disrespectful and just unruly. However. They need to respect themselves more than respecting. That's what we. That's what we as a people need. We need to respect ourselves, honor ourselves, love ourselves more than anybody else. And whatever they got going on, don't even matter. It's just about us at this point and from now until forevermore. But you gotta stop that. That like oh. We can't say certain things, and we can, like even on even on their platforms, nigga. Fuck they like you get them. So, I don't know if I'm making any sense. And yes, I get. I know I get it. They can block us. They can monitor us. Blah 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 blah. But it's it's something that they they they're already doing it. And I think the more the more cowardice we become and not speaking out and not saying anything, the more they feel. Um you know, the authority to do whatever it is they feel like they want to do. And I'm going to leave it there. But I love y'all, man, for real, for real. Hey, let me say this real quick. Let me say this real quick, because I, I, just, just for anybody listening, so it's not misunderstood, me saying what I said about, you know, uh, uh, saying people saying certain names on, on certain platforms and shit like that, that doesn't come from a position of trying to be polite or trying to curtail language and shit like that. That comes from a position of, moving in a curve in a covert manner to where, you know, if I say that the blueprint that I'm following is such and such a blueprint, you know what I'm saying? Or, or if I say that, you know, such and such is, is 
is uh, did exactly what I'm about to do. You know what I mean? Then you could be putting yourself in a position where you you'll never be able to carry that shit out because the shit will be snuffed out before you got an opportunity to. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So don't don't. It, it's it's a whole different it's a whole different angle to to the notion of you know um, strategically you know avoiding the exposure of, of what your plans are. You know what I'm saying? And so um, yeah, I just wanted to say that, but. You know, I also, the, but at the same time, the center, this, this is it right here. Um, say, let's say, you know what? I ain't going to do that. I ain't going <laughs> to do that, man. The bottom line is this, yo. The bottom line is this, but for the, for the sake of, of what we're talking about right now, by all the intents and purposes, of course, man, shout these names out. That's, that's what it is. But there's also a place for coversion. There's also a place for, for knowing Facts. You know how not to fucking expose what you're trying to. That's that's the bottom line. I'm coming from a position of like really being with some some real life shit. I'm really with the shits. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm really with the shits, and I'm not talking about conversation. You know what I mean? So sometimes you gotta just double 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 check, double check your motherfucking uh your approach to the conversation. You know what I'm saying? And so that's that's what that's about. But you know, not to take away from the message at all. That's real. Yeah, absolutely. And, and absolutely. Absolutely, uh, D. And and I think that, you know, uh, um, I know I know exactly where you're coming from and that covert operation is absolutely necessary. Um, and we don't want to put things out um, unnecessarily haphazardly. Um, absolutely. Um, on my platform, um, you know, and I and I'll give an example. I know what you're saying um, on, a, on a broader scale. Um, I'm not going to be afraid to shout out, shout out Nat Turner. He was trying to get free. Um, I'm not going to be afraid to shout out the, 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 the Haitian revolution, any of them, any of the armies that they defeated, they were fighting to get free. Those are my heroes. Um, just as I, the, the, the hero in the movie Panther for me was Killmonger. That was my hero. Um, fuck that other nigga for real. The nigga that was trying to hoard. <laughs> I mean, fuck that nigga. My my hero was Killmonger. So, um, you know, and, and 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 I think that those things, those when we can't be afraid. Now, the covert part of it, I'm you're absolutely one thousand percent on point. Um but there are some heroes hey. um, amongst us that Chaka Zulu, he, I, I'm not going to be afraid to shout him out. Um, you know, uh, Chango, not going to be afraid to shout him out. Not going to be afraid. Um, well, you're right, and, the, the thing and, is, the, the, no, the, the, this isn't, no, let me finish D. This isn't, this isn't directed at you. Um, I know exactly what you're saying. There are some brothers and sisters that there are some brothers and sisters that, that really did work that um, I, I, you know, shouting them out in a certain way. Uh, it can't be directly. I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying for the sake of platforms in general, there's my platform. You can always shout them out because I know other platforms where niggas is scared. And. We just live in a time when niggas just, you know, what is you scared of? We dying anyway. Like, you know, so 
but I, I totally, I'm, I'm one thousand percent in agreement with you on the, on the covert part. I get that totally. Yeah, I, yeah, most definitely, brother, and, and, and I agree with you as well. Um, I, what, what I was, what I was just gonna say is that where I, where I personally, where I personally make the, um, make the uh, wake up radio. What, what I'm trying to say the Wait distinction between salute. Look it up. Individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. Cindy Ashman Duck 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 Ashman Du